Cody's right here, so. Oh, he topped Whoa. it. Whoa, Cody topped it. Okay. Ready to go. Yeah. Dave Iron. Oh, he shanked it. Oh, look at that line, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy, is he on the sink. Welcome to the Bogey Boys podcast. You're joined here by Kevin and Mark in our new makeshift home. Well, it's home. It's our new home, isn't it? Home slash studio, yeah. It's good. We've um, new mics, new mixer. We haven't got a name for it yet. Should we put it out to the listeners to make a name for it? Oz. Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> it's proper CD as well, the way I said that. Oh, yeah. What's up, yeah? <laughs> How are we, mate? Okay. Very good, very good. Um, we expertly plugged our new sponsor in the front of the thing there. We have expertly put them exactly where they need to be. Golfers <laughs> CBD. I was going to do the whole, I'm feeling a bit nervous. I think I should have some Golfers CBD today and, and, and do the drop. But... Golfers CBD, as you'll see, it is a product that's being used by players like Katrina Matthew who's using it. Yeah. Ex-European tour player Daniel Gaunt is using it. And we've done a podcast interview with the founder of CBD, which will be out in the next couple of weeks. And talking of our podcast interviews, we've got another couple of released. We've just done Richard Mansell and his caddy, Connor Wynn Stanley. So if you've not listened to that, um, I suggest you go and listen to that really Really funny episode, wasn't it? Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was a good twist to have um, to see both sides of the caddy and the player. Well, yeah, it's the first time we've done one of them, and it was good because you got both sides of a story. Well, yeah, and then like they were bouncing off each other, and like they were saying that they want to be on the biggest stage, like Tommy and Finno, and, yeah. and all that. Like, so they've they're not messing around together, are they? They're like, no, no, they're like, serious. They're I mean, European tour player. You've well, got to, You've got to. No, but I mean, serious. like, he's obviously serious, and he's serious, but they're serious together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't see Connor, it. like, getting off to, like, the best mates, like they were saying. That yeah, was the best part about I know it. you're saying, yeah. The camaraderie. Like, yeah, exactly. No, I agree, yeah. And it was a great episode, great insights, some unbelievably funny stories. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then we've got Ewan Ferguson coming this week, followed by Chris Rice, who's on Harold Varner the Third's bag. Got yeah. Chris coming the following week. And then we've got Sophie Walker, Sky Sports presenter. Um, we've done a podcast with her, the Golfers CBD podcast, and we've also got... Big Gaunty. Big Gaunty, Daniel Gaunt, yeah, yeah. who is a advocate user of Golfers CBD, and he he, he's mentioned in the podcast, which you'll listen, how, how it's helped. He's him. on the podcast? That's what I mean, he men- he's no. mentioned on the podcast that, uh, how much he enjoys them. No, that's what I mean, but I'm explaining to the listeners that like he is <laughs> actual, he is actually on it, like with us. He's there, yeah. <laughs> he's not just mentioned; like he's there, his his whole body and face and everything. He is, he is every every part of him. <laughs> so we've got a discount code for all of our listeners. If you're interested in using the product, um, Bogey Boys fifteen at checkout, we'll be sharing a link into our bio, so you can just click through the link and then at checkout, if you type in Bogey Boys one five. You will get fifteen percent off every product on the site. Gangsters, aren't we? Uh, we don't mess about. <laughs> we don't mess about. Across CBD, across CBD. Who's next? Absolute boys. Who aren't else we? wants a piece? <laughs> what we're doing with all the podcasts now? As soon as we do them, I know we're not up to scratch with it right now because we've got lots of editing and, and uploading and things. But we're going to put them all straight onto. Patreon. Straight on to Patreon. So yeah. then the Patreons have got bump for everything and then the release schedule will be a week after week after week for 
the normal listeners. Exactly, exactly. Yes. We appreciate both support either way. Either way, yeah. I'd say everybody who's listening and supporting us is just as good as everybody who pays £4 a month to pay for Patreon. It's yeah. a support tool, isn't it? Like we mentioned each time um, we discuss it. That's it, yeah. And then obviously the next level of the Patreon is going to be the, the lessons, but... We don't want to promise too much on that because we need to get everything sorted and finalised. But yeah, it will be. Big, big it will plans. Be. COVID's, pe- COVID's killed us, hasn't it? But yeah, a little bit. But it's it's there's light at the end of the tunnel. There's only a week left, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> one week, two weeks, whatever. It is actually one week and six days, isn't it? So you are exactly, right. Exactly, man. That's what I was going to say. Last week, two weeks. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to getting back out there and the golf contents that we're going to be shared on the YouTube page. Exactly. But the last one had a good um, reception, didn't it? The uh, Sawgrass one. It did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if anybody who's listening has not got a chance to go and see that yet, if, if you go over to our YouTube page, uh, Bogey Boys Podcast, subscribe if you like, and you can watch that. We do a 17th at Sawgrass, the Bogey Boys versus some pros. Some pros. <laughs> I can't believe I said that, you know. It's great, though. It actually makes the title, the title of the video. I know. You know what I mean? I know. Well, it only made it because I put it like, but... <laughs> some things just fall into place. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's meant to be. It's meant it to is. be. How's things, anyway? Yeah. Really well. Yeah, what have you been up to this week, this past week, watching the golf, obviously? Literally just watching the golf, chilling out. Um, bit of, good bit of yoga this week. Yeah, you love your yoga, yeah? Yeah, and like, but not like yoga that I used to do, stretching and stuff, like actually just hip openers. Okay. So it's all gone back to golf-related, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. And I'm not even messing, right? If Like, I'm actually eyeing up open qualifying, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need to be off scratch? Scratch, yeah. And what are you now, one? One, Are you yeah. one point something? 1.4. You need a quick start, don't you? Yeah, that's Are open today, didn't they? Open qualifying. Well, yeah, PJ professional David Goscombe. Um, I've seen that, yeah. He's put having him a go. for it, yeah. He's so. having a go. I don't see why you wouldn't. I mean, £150 to enter open qualifying. Why would you not give yourself a go? Why would you not? Like, and it's... Well, we've sponsored them, haven't we? Well, part sponsored them for it anyway. Yeah. So if he makes the, any sort of wage, we will be knocking on his door. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Hey, definitely. Speaking of like what, like 150 quid, why would you not? The Euro Pro has started the Monday qualifier for their events. So I heard, if yeah. you've got no category, you can pay 50 quid. Try and get your your way into the event, and then if you qualify, you pay the rest of your entrance fee, and, and you've had a gamble, even it's though like you haven't we got were, a card. Yeah, and it, and it's like we hear on the Richard Mansell podcast that we had. He wouldn't have been so successful this year if he never continued to finish top ten in those events. Yeah. So the fact that he got an invite in in the first instance, and then he continued to get top tens to get into the next one, it's a similar story. You go to Monday qualifying, you qualify for the Euro Pro Tour events, you play well couple of events in, you could see yourself on the Challenge Tour and then that kickstarts your career when you weren't really qualifying to exactly. play on that tour that season. It's a fantastic opportunity, isn't it? It's mad though, but it, and it, I don't know how the people who have actually qualified are going to feel. Yeah, it's... I mean, how many people can, can qualify on the Monday qualifying? Is it just one space? I think it's five, you know. Five spaces. Don't fact check fact that. Fact check alert. Fact check the fuck out of that. <laughs> I've just got wrote down here, Euro Pro Monday qualifier, talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we'll do, yeah. Why wouldn't you? It's it's an opportunity. Yeah, but like, it's someone who's like who can't commit to a schedule, like David was saying. If he's got a week off or two weeks off, he could just enter the Monday qualifying. He could get into the Euro Pro. He could win it. Ten grand. You're on the challenge, chipping a chair. Next minute, you've won the Masters. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you just talked us through your route when you get down to I scratch? Honestly, man, I, I was I was thinking today. Imagine I just started ripping it out the gates now, and then 
I just honestly have been speaking to that many pros and that many like people who were like, yeah, I've done this, then I qualified, then I got my card, and I'm thinking, got your card to me? Just it seems like a piece of piss. I'm not thinking of the, the ten rounds and the fucking <laughs> making the birdies. I'm just thinking, go there, get your card. Do is it mean? that easy? Yeah, you're turning up, playing. That all it is. It just like, you never you never lose it though, do you? Me and you have played golf all our lives, and even going back to those putting green competitions that we used to have and this is a put to win the open this is a put to win the masters you still when you get back into the game and you and you're looking at different things even northern order of merit events you're thinking to yourself aren't you i can win this honestly i honestly in my mind if i don't choose 66 first day out i am gonna be fucking raging you know? <laughs> <laughs> like raging no you don't understand I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so fucking good. bolted on my mindset is <laughs> I'm just going to get on the first thing just wing about four out of bounds and think what the fuck <laughs> this have, is I tough. Been, have I been thinking <laughs> this is tough this is tough yeah no good good stuff though and it's interesting to say any listeners who, who weren't aware of that yeah get yourself into Monday qualifiers and give you, give it a go give it a whirl I know and another one the Clutch Pro Tour yeah in uh, Northern Ireland at Galgorm Spa it's co-sanctioned by the LPGA Tour the European Tour and then there's Ryder Cup Solheim Cup points up for grabs like and it's all it's like a triple sanctioned thing it's the first wow. one that's ever done it that's big isn't it boss isn't it you might get some names there then big Nile making strides again big, big Nile making big strides yeah. yeah great stuff in other news as well Dustin Johnson's announced on Saturday he's not going to be playing in the Olympics what do you think of that <sighs> why would he I don't know like I think they should give them spots to some amateurs or like someone well, to, to qualify, it's the top four ranked players in the world. Oh, right. Yeah, so I remember Rose played, didn't he? Yeah. So yeah. DJ, DJ, because DJ's pulled out, it means the next four top American players in the world is Bryson DeChambeau, Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas and Xander Shoffley. When is the Olympics? Well, this is the problem. It is just after the Open and just before the WGC St. Jude Invitational. This year? This year, yeah. Well, it was Tokyo 2020. It got delayed because of COVID, so it's been moved to this summer. So, I mean, look how packed the PGA Tour schedule is. Where are they getting the space to fit all these events in? Well, this is what I mean. It's it's so (laughs) mad, isn't it? And I think that's one of the reasons why he said, and in Dustin Johnson fashion, he said, well, I didn't really think about it, so I didn't enter. I didn't put my name down or something like that. His name down? Like, not like he can hide. He's fucking top of the world (laughs) rankings. I don't know if he specifically said those words, but (laughs) I think he he didn't enter it. No way, no yeah. way. Mad one. I've got a couple of other hot topics. Okay. Target update, which we've got to do, haven't we? We've got to do, yeah. Um, the Sheriff, Deputy John Schoelgels, however you say that. We'll go with that. Um, the examiner, one of the medical examiners from the... NRA or the whatever the drug thing is that yeah. the, 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 whatever DEA or whatever yeah. whatever said that they should have definitely blood examined and drug tested them because of on at site at the site yeah because now it's gone they can't explain nothing they've asked Target doesn't even remember driving that day so there could be ruling a head injury could have caused that for him to forget we said not. last week didn't we yeah. about the trauma in the head and things yeah so what they're saying they sh- on site they should have done all the tests there and well there. yeah they're saying right literally they definitely if it was anyone else they, they would have in an ambulance on the way take yeah the to tests. take everything because then you, you've got you can't rule anything out but now it's all being compromised because they can't rule it back in because there's no they have to get a warrant to get the blood samples off them now 
from the day when they, you know when they've got they've, uh, they've collected they the blood. Them, yeah, so it's so it's they have to go through a whole um, thing of getting a warrant to go and get it, and then they're saying there's not that much probable cause. There's no one else injured. And what are they judge. trying to prove that he was well, trying over to see, the influence? When yeah, he was, if he was, could he get done for DUI or dangerous driving or or um, you know like driving under under the influence of like a pain med or a, a set, or a, even alcohol or whatever. And what was the reason why they didn't test them? Well, the fella just said literally that he seemed all right when he when they were actually speaking to him, and he just can't assume because of somebody's history that it makes them guilty. So they just didn't do it. Interesting. But then I know and it's only speculating again, but that there's no footage anywhere of it. It's like could there have been a little backhander somewhere? So I don't know. Another another news which is mental. European tour chief Keith Pelly. Has um, got a few um, ways of speeding up slow play. You know what he's done? What he said? Go on. He said all four balls have to leave the flag in, and there's no. Is this on in general golf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, like like in normal game and everything. He's the European Tour chief, like still yeah. golf as well. And he's saying no practice swings at certain times. So if you're off in the morning, you're not allowed to have any practice swings. So you don't hold up the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be legit. Honestly, man. I swear to God, that's what he said. And what's his justification for that? That? So you don't have to hold up the rest of the day? Who's, who's out there? I mean, I can understand it for your Sunday four ball, just going out for a bit of a practice round and speeding up club play. But if you're an elite amateur golfer preparing for a tournament and you're told of a morning, actually, you can't do your normal pre-shot routine. You just need to run rounds. What well, what are the advantages of that? Well, he's also said that there should be a six-hole mixed event where they, they go out and just play and then come back in and that's it. That's all they do at, at golf clubs for for this gen, Generation Z, Gen Z people. What's a Gen Z people? <laughs> <laughs> like, Gen Z is like people born between 2005 and 2010. Oh, uh, okay. So why, why them in particular? Just because they've got short attention spans. Because they're all... Po- the, they the were internet age babies. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? So they're the generation that's grew up through social media and things yeah, like that. Yeah, It's a bit of a mad one, like you said, to be fair. Well, <laughs> I don't know where you're going to go with that. <laughs> Get, we're talking about European tour. Oh, yeah. The Qatar Masters. Yeah. Did you watch it? No, not, not a shot. Not a shot. Oh, I fact, watched- sorry, I did. But it said live from the players, and I thought I was watching the players. <laughs> and I seen Jamie Donaldson, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> he's done well to get in the players." Yeah, it was good. I watched. I watched bits of it. I'll be honest, I didn't watch it all, but it, it was interesting. Tough course, very tough course. Uh, Education City, um, seven thousand three hundred and seven yards. So no slouch. And eight under was the winning score. So you can see how tough it is when the average is two under around. Yeah, well, there you go. Mm. I did see the um, the winning putt. Wow, sixty footer, sixty footer, unbelievable, it? wasn't it? Yeah, unbelievable stuff. Yeah, what a so, way, to, what a way to close it out. Yeah, I seen that, and then I seen that he becomes the fastest French Frenchman to um, get to two European Tour wins, which is twenty nine starts. Twenty, yeah, Ryder mm. Cup contender. I mean. Is that your favourite word when somebody wins? Like, <laughs> <laughs> somebody does anything good? Like, he's just... I have been on it, haven't I? It's oh, rather yeah. cup here. I get well, excited. Look at, look at Henrik Norland there. Like, he's um, he's he's top ten there. He could be a rather cup player. <laughs> Is that how I speak? Yeah, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Was that not you? <laughs> no, but it's justifiable, and I'll tell you why. Right, he's up to sixty third in the world now. Right, he's ninth in the race to Dubai. Yeah. So although he is not officially in there, he's. There or thereabouts. Yeah, no, definitely. So he's knocking on the door. 
like you've just said there, in 29 European Tour starts, he's had two wins. And in 47 Challenge Tour events, he had two wins. So across the Challenge Tour and the European Tour, in just over 70 events, he's had four wins. Those Challenge Tour events were back-to-back wins. Now, you know how difficult it is to win on any tour anyway, to win it back-to-back. And one of those events was won by seven shots. And he's had two wins and six starts as well on the European Tour. Well, that's it, yeah. So, like, yeah, you know what? Like like I've said about Tyrell Hatton um, getting to World Number 1, you can't say no if these people are flying. Yeah. The, like, the, the, if the they making, carry on, like, why not? It's justifiable, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. definitely. Well, you talk there about the two wins and six starts. Those four events in between, tied 36th at the Dubai World Tour Championships, tied 16th at the Abu Dhabi HSBC, tied 9th at the Dubai Desert Classic, and tied 26th at the Saudi Invitational. All four of those were packed fields. You know, DJ played Saudi and won there, so... Yeah, you can you can have that shout if you want. Can I have that? Yeah, thanks. There you go. Definitely, man. Lovely. No, I just I just think it's you know he's he's making a big push for it. It's, it's similar to Victor Perez, another French guy, done very very well on the European tour. Couple of wins, moved over to the PJ. Now he's cementing his place on the PJ, the same as Tyrrell, Tommy. Exactly. Yeah, I think this is the next. I'm not just saying it because he's won this week, but if you look at his credentials since he started, turned pro in 2016. Um, a couple of couple of slow years, but from 2019, these last two years, he's he's a he's a winner. He's won twice in six. He's on form. Like if he carries on, he could win again. Yeah, he's, top 50 gets in the WGC. Top 50 <laughs> gets in the Masters. You know, so like, uh, he's not he needs to skate some, wouldn't he, for top 50 for the Masters? He's not going to play this year, but I just mean in general. Gonna, terms, if he yeah. if he wins this week, though, he could get up to. If you get into if you're 50 50, you're probably getting in, aren't you? With like couple a of few COVID, dropouts, like COVID pullouts Brooks. or whatever. Brooks, Tiger, like these people. Matty Wolf's still injured, Tiger's yeah. injured. My Tiger's outside the 50 now, isn't he? Oh, yeah, it makes me sick, that actually, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> He's ahead of Rosner, though, that make you happy. Yeah, that's Only just, happy, though, yeah. just hanging that on. That makes me happy. Just hanging on. But no, it was a good start to the Qatar Masters, to be fair, and it continues the Kenya Magical Open, which we'll come on to later. But the European Tour, well underway. It's good. But, do you know, there's a new... Remember we spoke about the new dog in town? Remind me. There was a new tour... That was coming through, and then the, the European Tour and the PGA Tour joined an alliance. I remember you said, To yeah. stop this thing, not to stop it, but to sort of, like, because this, this thing called Premier League Golf was coming to poach the top players in the world and give them bigger purses and more excitement. Basically, McElroy has come out and said that he loves the PGA Tour, but these guys have exploited a couple of holes in the way that golf at its highest level is nowadays. And, like, it's 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 entertainment at the end of the day. And um, it's people going out and, like, people want to watch the best players play against each other sort yeah. of thing. And then Mickelson was out there. Like, he was um, meeting with the, the Saudi... I think the Saudi, the owners of this um, tour yeah. who were coming out, he went and met with them. And then a couple of like statements from the um, the actual Premier League golf itself. If you want the world to watch, you have to showcase your best products week in, week out. Golf doesn't do that currently. He said, if you have the chance to start again, you wouldn't create professional golf as exists as it exists today. He said that the league is that change is that chance of change. Amazing. So he's basically remodeling the way golf is. Do you know what I mean? He's like the needle movers, the guys who are responsible for the revenue, go out and compete at the risk of not being paid. 
He's like, Tiger Woods could go out and everyone's there to see him. And he, obviously, he gets the money off the sponsorship, but he could he could not perform well and he doesn't get money. Yeah. It's basically what they're saying. Miscuts. Um, he's like, it's like a big name actor. They don't, shoot, they don't shoot a movie for free and see how it does. They get paid before they go in to do it. Yeah. And then they're saying that... Um, so a guaranteed income yeah, as you enter these events. Basically, yeah. He's like, at the, like, they're talking like 10 million purses every week. Wow. Yeah. And they're saying at the moment, the best, the true global stars... Um, subsidise the rest he said the, the league will rebalance the economics he said the best players need to compete but not against the 150 guys of the week 47 will suffice so they're looking on creating like an elite 47 people that can go and play against each other for 10 million every week and there's no cuss just go straight <laughs> just through. that's it boom make it entertainment get at it why not so I forgot all about them until today. I know, I remember you brought that up, yeah. And that's, is it, what, so what stage are they up to at the moment? Well, they're saying like it's going to be two years before anything gets started. This article is from February, so... But it, it, you, you talk about that. I mean, the pace, I uh, say we'll come on to the magical Kenya Open, but while we're on the topic, um, the pace for this event in Kenya is €1 million. Euros, and Justin Thomas has just won €2.7 million. Euros. So yeah. I, I don't know the facts, but there's a potential there for Justin Thomas's caddy to earn more money than the winner of the Kenyan Open this week on the European Tour. Well, the players is bigger than any major, isn't it? What? Well, pace-wise. Pace-wise, yeah, exactly. Mm. But it just shows how how uneven it is. I mean, I know sponsors pay the money and obviously you've got the 17th at Sawgrass and we'll come on to the players now. Um, but ultimately, in everyone's striving to get on the PJ Tour when there's enough... The European Tour is a good enough tour to challenge you. And it's, it's got good enough courses, good enough players, potentially. Your likes of your Rory and your Westwood, they don't need to go over to the PGA Tour if the events are already on the European Tour. But I know, not. but even like watching it and the time, even that it's on in the day, kills the viewing, doesn't it? For the, you sit down in an evening, you watch it, even the Brits watch it, but the PGA Tour more because you can sit down, have a beer and watch it. Right. And different things. like It is that, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the European Tour's on in the middle of the day. It's like, but, but what can you do about that? I don't know. You can't move to, us, move to Australia or something. <laughs> <laughs> get, get out, get behind it. <laughs> Fair enough. But like we mentioned there, I and mean, we've just spoke about it, the Players' Championship. What a tournament. Mate, what a tournament. I know. If I'd have said to you at the beginning of this season that the 2021 rivalry would be Bryson DeChambeau and Lee Westwood, what do you have said? Is Lee Westwood still playing? <laughs> <laughs> but he's come, he's come, he's come alive, hasn't he? He has. He's come alive. He's yeah. come alive. Back to back second place finishes. Just can't get it over the line. He's actually come out and said, as much as he hates to say it, um, age was catching up on him. Ah, right. He said on the Saturday he felt his legs going a little bit, um, and then on Sunday he just couldn't feel his legs underneath him. But just just was dead like just knackered. tired. Yeah. He said, "Well, he's put it down to his age, but." You know, he still buried the last, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that. I know, after that woeful three-put on 17. I know. Which, I, I tell you whose legs will be going from underneath them. Helen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've read a few things on here, and um, he's like, she's just just such a good thing um, psychologically for him, and she always tells him like what he needs to hear. Yeah. And like I've, I've been thinking about the way that this partnership come about as well. Oh, go on. I'm thinking that, Enlighten like, us. Lee's been... Uh, Saying that I'm, I'm getting off, I'm going here, babe. I'm going here, babe. And she's like, "You're always away. Like, you, like I, I, I want to come with you. I said, well, if you want to come, you can work with, with me. Then you can carry the bag. Obviously, not thinking that she would. 
<laughs> and then she backfired did. On she's back, backfired on her, but then it's backfired again because he's actually flying since she's had it on the back. Good shout. So, like, just shows you. Yeah. Women are always right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to argue that one, no way. Exactly. Not when Nick listens to the podcast. <laughs> but Bryson also said that it was his secret weapon of keeping him calm. Bryson that, said? Yeah, that Helen was Lee's secret weapon. Bryson said that? Bryson Quentin said that, yeah. They spent ten hours together. I know. I was going to say, yeah. So yeah, Bryson Quentin said that it was Lee's secret weapon of keeping him calm that he could see. Was it? Yeah. Well, do you know what's interesting about Westwood saying that he's tired? I just read an article before we come on. Um, He's been invited to play uh, Augusta Monday, Tuesday with his son. With his son, yeah. yeah. Uh, So he's going to play Augusta Monday, Tuesday, and then he's got the pro am at the Honda Classic on Wednesday, and then he's back to it on Thursday. So if he's tired now, God knows what he's going to be like this week. And we have to, um, he might need some golf for CBD. I think he needs some golf for CBD. <laughs> Lee, if you're listening, which we know you are, Bogey Boys 15 at checkout. We'll, 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 we'll send them some. We'll send you some, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. It was the fourth hole on Sunday that killed it for Bryson oh, and Wesley, wasn't it? Oh, my God. <laughs> What's happening there? What was he doing? I thought we were watching me and you. What did he do? What was he doing there? Like? Well, Bryson went top shank and Westwood's use one of my trackmen lines <laughs> to throw it in the water. Double bogey for Bryson, bogey for Westy. I know, but like, really, what was Bryson doing? Like, how did he top that? That's the second one in so many events, isn't it? Because we had um, Francesco Molinari do it. I know. And he was, again, it's about the speed. So yeah, about lifting the legs up and all that. Lifting the legs up and doing yeah. that and trying to get as much speed, but... It's great telly, isn't it? No, unbelievable, yeah. And how fast these PJ Mems pages are, it's just oh, getting something yeah. up there. It's just like, as soon as something happens, they just bang on I the know. button and they've got It's something. like they know ahead of time. <laughs> what do you think of the um, the Bryson proofing of this week? On 18? Yeah. It didn't make a difference. No, I know. Well, he had iron every day, didn't he? I mean, it's one hole. Like, we say this all the time about the distance to beat. It's one hole and he can get it wrong. He doesn't hit every shot perfect. No. You know, so let him have a go. It's entertainment and see where we go with it. Like, what are you trying to protect? It's somebody who's not, nobody else is going to go that line, just Bryson. So look how entertaining it was at the Bale last week. I know, and it would have been better entertainment if he went for it and fucked it up. Yeah, in the water. You know what I mean? I missed it by a mile. So for one week, he's going for it and it's successful and he wins the tournament and then the following week he doesn't go for it it keeps the it keeps the debate going yeah and it's like they're pushing the tee up on 12 for them to have a bang because like 289 and he yeah. was hitting like a rescue I know I know <laughs> like I don't know they should have just left that really shouldn't they and the we say this every week the point is proven by the fact that the longest hitter doesn't win every golf tournament no Do you know, only Rory, well, have you seen Rory's come out hasn't he did you see Rory's comments after he saying that the he, yeah, saying that he's saying been that caught up in it. He got caught up in it, and he seen what Bryson done at the U.S. Open, uh, which made him think I need to add more yardage and more speed to my game, and it was at the detriment of his swing. Exactly. And again, okay, he said he is getting more yardages, but the game of golf is about more than hitting the ball long and far. Mate, it's, it's one of them. If it's affecting Rory McIlroy, what's it doing to your average club golfer? It's an issue. Yeah, it's an like, issue. But yeah. it's not an issue because it can be done, can't it? So I don't understand what is he, is Rory's even problem with it. So what Rory said is that he's after seeing what Bryson done at the U.S. Open, he's effectively said, "I need to get more speed and more distance in my game." Uh, but he's just as long, possible. isn't he? He is, yeah. But he's thinking 
looking back on it now, Bryson's so good out the rough, he said, because he's got he, he's more upright and he's got longer irons, so his shorter irons are longer, so he can get, generate more speed through the rough. Yeah, but that's nothing to do with the speed, is it? That's to do with all the clubs being the same length. His yeah, wedge is a six iron, and his four irons a six iron length. Exactly. So because his because his wedge is a six iron length, he can generate more speed with the wedge, which means he gets more speed through the rough, which means he's better out the rough. So why doesn't Rory instead of changing his speed, why doesn't he change his clubs? It's the same as Bryson's. Come on, there's a bit more to it than that, surely. Well, uh, what like? For Rory to go and get a six iron length pitching wedge, yeah, no. Bryson's be well. I, I think the be all and end all of it is even time. Why, if why is he mentioning it then? No, why is Rory mentioning his pitching wedge length if he's not gonna do it? No, but this is what he's saying. He's looking back and he's saying why it was foolish of himself to do it. Ah, uh, so he's spotted. He's saying it can't just be speed. It's he said that there's there's a number of different factors at a hand at which yeah. everyone everyone seen what Bryson done and thought that he overpowered the golf course. But it was the he, length of the clubs because he updated the speed. Well. Yeah, so because uh, he updated the speed, but it wasn't just the fact that he updated the speed. There was a a lot more elements to it, which overall meant that he won the U.S. Open because uh, his his game was suited for that style. Yeah. So he, Tiger Woods even come out one week and said. Um, Nobody works harder on tour than Bryson DeChambeau. So for Bryson to get to the position that he is in, lengthwise, speedwise, whatever, it's because he's putting more hours in than anybody else. So but if you're he, just if you just turn up and try and do what Bryson's doing, but you're not putting the hours in, then you're not going to get the same results. Well, it's like anything, isn't it? If you go and try and bench press two hundred and fifty pounds, like you and you've never done a bench press, you're not going to be able to do it. Are you? you need to be get your reps in. I know exactly. So. Exactly, but yeah, so that Rory's come out, um, and but you mentioned it last week, didn't you, when they were playing together, or watch these two go out Yeah, exactly, dick measuring contest. Dick measuring contest, yeah, so, and Rory's come out and pretty much said, that's exactly what I was trying to do. Exactly. In in, in not so many words. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> See, uh, Bryce, another mad one, Bryson, into 18, when they were working out the numbers. With his caddy, did you see him? Like 70, 68. Yeah, yeah, they were doing 68 that. to the good, 10 yeah. with the wind and, blah, and all that, blah, blah. 185. And he had the pitching wedge. <laughs> was it? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was downwind though, wasn't it? Ten yards, yeah. Ten yard wind, he said. Right, so 160 pitching wedge. 165 pitching wedge. I'm just struggling <laughs> to figure out how 185 take away 10s for 165. 175, I said. <laughs> Fact check. Fact check. <laughs> well, what about Hovland's mum? <laughs> oh my god she wants to wear with you <laughs> fair play to her fair play to her what happened there so he'd marked his ball one to the right or one to the left oh, yeah, and instead yeah. of bringing it back the other way he's put it another club length the same way so he's two club lengths away so for that he gets a two shot penalty and he didn't call it on himself obviously because he didn't know and nobody pulled him up on it and then his mother caught up with him and said that's what you've done so call it his mum was there. His mum was at the at the tournament and approached him and said, "That's what happened." You went she was way. probably more looking out for him in case. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred like percent. Someone's probably if I've seen it, someone else has seen it. You're gonna get dubbed in. That's it. But you don't want to be the Patrick Reed of the of the, of the show. Glad he wasn't about. He, he wasn't really anywhere this week. It's made the cut, didn't he? I know. He just didn't have to see his face on. He missed the cut last week as well, so he's he's his game struggling a bit. I know. Great that. Yeah. That is great. Are you happy with that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what else I'm happy with? I love the way Tiger is messaging the boys before they're going out. 
Who do you think he wants to win going into that final round because he's got good relationships with JT and Bryson? Who do you think? I think JT, me. Based on? Yeah, just the way he was with Charlie and all that. Relationship with his kid and yeah, things. Yeah, he was, yeah, he... JT. Yeah, but he likes it. He's he's in the gym and he loves someone who works hard and get, has a go, doesn't he? So maybe that's why he's into Bryson a bit more. Maybe, maybe. But I just think... He's happier for JT. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. But you know what? He might he might he might just think like them both. Yeah. yeah I've never seen a, Tiger everyone's and, got a preference. I've seen Tiger and Bryson at like the Ryder Cup and that. I've never really seen them have any some sort of camaraderie apart from that. And JT at the Where have yeah. I seen JT and JT goes to his gaff and that I can't imagine Bryson going to Tiger's gaff for some reason. He's all his chicken. He's all fucking Kyle Berkshire and that, doesn't he? He's <laughs> all his proceeds. <laughs> Yeah. But do you know what? What I forgot to mention last week in me mad um, sawgrass facts. Go on. Do you know what the national drink of sawgrass is? No. The sawgrass splash. Go on. What's, what's that made up of? Vo- orange vodka, or or just vo- normal vodka. Yeah. Orange juice, lemonade, lime juice in like a little, like a cosmopolitan sort of glass. And you didn't think to make us one for the show? I know, man. This is this is you've got to up your game, man. We're we're in the studio now. What's happened to me there? Why haven't I made that? Why have you not made that? I have no idea. You can't come at me with a sawgrass drink. Do you know what? I've been that fucking busy getting that camera and getting everything set up that my head <laughs> fell off. <laughs> Next week I am gonna bring some sawgrass splashes. Sawgrass for you. splashes. Sawgrass yeah. splashes. But yeah, last mention has got to go to Justin Thomas, hasn't it? As in like clap, clap, clap. As in like well done, sir. Yeah. Million yeah. percent. Did you see his caddy going on eighteen in the scorecard tent or room? No, like with his hand on the card. With his hand on the card, yeah. yeah. He went in, um, and he was just about to walk out, and the camera caught him. He turned around and looked at the sheet, which sends all sends all the money, and gave her a ho ho ho. <laughs> Flying though, any there? Like what's he got? Like three hundred grand or something? He will, yeah, close to what is it? Eleven percent is it for a win or something? I think they've all got their own. Remember, we spoke to a. Ricey did me. Yeah. He said they've all got different different contracts, different verbal contracts. Yeah. What's the Coochie contract? Twenty quid. Yeah. Fifty <laughs> quid and get off. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, but what an event. No, um, it was unreal. Like we call it the fifth major. There was a lot of controversy on seventeen, wasn't there? Uh, in the first couple of days, we had an eleven, um, and then we had DJ over the weekend hitting the pin and going. In the Who water. made an eleven? Ben Ann. Did he? Did you not see that? No. No. Yeah, he made an eleven. Yeah, I was thinking, and he and he held a putt for an eleven as well, a decent putt. No way. Yeah, because so he could have got the the record. I was thinking, why would you not? You, you might as well just get the record. You've got it? that yeah. far. Yeah, you take Bob Tway's record away from him and just no. take a couple more stabs at it. It's mad that um, Doug Gim. The last two Sundays, fifteen over. Yeah. yeah, but and then if you look at his actual scorecard, it's not that bad. But then he's got a quadruple bogey eight. Yeah, and he's got his a, a triple six. bogey six. Yeah, and like, seventeen. Yeah. Uh, well, he shot six over final rounds, and he was seven over just on them two holes. Like so, f- f- sixteen holes, he's flying. <laughs> this is exactly what I do every time I finish a round of golf. If I wouldn't have had a seven and an eight on them two holes, I'd have shot me handicap this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have buffered there without that nine. <laughs> but yeah, the fifth major, um, as we call it. Oh, that's it, and it's JT back up to number two in the world. He's yeah. took over John Rahm. Well, that brings us nice on to that time again. Oh. It's that time again, y'all. The birdie, boogie, bust. The birdie, boogie, bust. Birdie, boogie, bust. It's that time again, y'all. <laughs> Honestly, man. What's your birdie, bro? 
My birdie is JT hiding behind his water bottle, like and pulling a face on eighteen when he hit that draw. Oh Because that could have been water bound, and, and was... he was going like, oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, is right. That's man. a boss. That is right. He's yeah. played a bold one, and he, he on the on the hook, and yeah. Brilliant. Target esque one. Remember Target? That big slinger. That, big well, he done the, he done the thing as well where he spun the club and no, where Tiger done it when he was going down eighteen at the players when he won it and Tiger done that spin with the club and caught it. Yeah. The JT just replicated that as a bit of a. Ah right. This is for you, Tiger. Nice, nice. And then yeah, would have been funny if he done that and it went in the water. Oh, like. <laughs> and he's like, because oh, even it doesn't even go in the nearly go in the water left. It nearly goes in the water short as well. I know. It's a weird one, isn't it? And then it's it's got a, it's got that. Right to left draw spin yeah. as well, hasn't it? But it seems to bounce it, forward. I know, but it pitches on like, and sand comes up, doesn't it? Yeah. So I think that, that's what helped them a little bit. Not half, yeah. Like, I half. thought that would have been dried out, and they would have went straight into the. Um, yeah, it could carry on yeah, coming to the left, yeah, because yeah, it was Just close. his reaction was bossed for me, and then I thought, and once he hit that, I thought, unless Bryson does something special, like Eagle Verdi, Verdi or something, he's not yeah. going to get it, so. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you've got the, uh, at the end, when he said, um, I wish Tiger was here so I could rub it in his face. Yeah, that's boss. That. <laughs> that was boss. He's a he's a man, isn't he? No, definitely. He has he's had a tough year to be fair, hasn't he? When you think he's the the Ralph Lauren incidents, Tiger, he's close to Tiger, seeing what's happened there, and then his his grandfather passed away. So yeah, well, just mentioning the interview and his granddad. Did you see that the interviews go like you've just said it there? Like him, how much of this was was your grandfather with you? And then JT, he, he like wells up and like starts crying a little bit, doesn't he? Yeah. But then that camera stops and a different camera comes on and you can see JT and the interviewer. And the interview's pulling his face like that, and JT's just shaking his head like that, as if to say, "You fucking wanker! Why did you do that?" <laughs> but like they're like they're laughing it off, sort of thing, you know? Yeah, boss. Yeah, yeah, it was good. That was good. that was actually going to be me, baby. That what that, that the, camera the, the camera angle? Yeah, it was well, put it all into one. JT yeah, is your baby. Yeah, just JT. Yeah. JT on eighteen and the post post interview. Please. Yeah, mine is the fourth hole on oh. Sunday. I know we've just mentioned oh. it there, but. I was just watching that thinking, I can't wait for me and Kev to get back and do this exact same thing. Oh, <laughs> I know you're speak talking. for yourself. I know you're talking <laughs> 66s, but <laughs> I think in reality, a top Instagram shank. versus reality sort yeah, of moment. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> a top shank is more is more my cup of tea oh, when I definitely. get back on there. Why was that your birdie? Well, just because it, it it was great entertainment. Oh, right. I just think sitting there watching I was it, just so in my mind thinking, yeah, that was shite, that was terrible, that was definitely no, it a bogey. No, it wasn't, it was amazing. <laughs> Do you not think so? I can understand why it may be a bogey, but... Yeah, no, no, I get it, yeah, I get it. You love the, you love the entertainment. I just love the entertainment. Like, you're yeah. watching them go toe-to-toe to win one of the biggest tournaments, like you mentioned earlier, the biggest pace. They're in the final group on a Sunday and they're topping it and shanking it and whiffing it into water. It's just like, yeah. it's TV gold. No, yeah, okay, yeah. That's yeah. me birdie for the week. What's your bogey? My bogey is people getting caught up in the distance saga and it causing them problems at the top, of the, the highest level. Like Rory's dropped out the world top 10 there and he's putting it down to that. Yeah, he's 11th now, isn't he? So it's like, if that's, like I said before, if that's doing that to him, what's it doing to us if we try? Yeah, well, it's been a good ride. I mean, we if you look at Bryson this week... um. He's lost a lot of weight. We said that we mentioned it last week. He's lost a lot yeah, of weight. Yeah, yeah, he looks better. I know. And but in the statistics, I know we didn't go into the statistics this week on the on the players, but he was, I think, eleventh or twelfth driving distance this week at three hundred and three yards. Because hitting a few irons and a few different things, wasn't he? Well, it only takes it out to eight shots though when he had more than eight drivers. 
Ah, right. So his, his average for the week is 303, and his average for the... I mean, if he's at nine, it's 303. There's an issue. <laughs> but his overall average for the tour is 320. So there's a 15-yard difference there, and you can see he's lost weight. Yeah. So... You know, I don't know what his swing speed was and whether that that had an impact, whether that had slowed slowed down. But last week at Bay Hill, it was three twenty and he won. But this week, it's it, it's it's come right down. Yeah, see, I was going to actually comment on that, and it was going to actually be me bogey. How conservative his play was on some of the holes. Yeah, it was like he. It's not a course you can attack though. I know, but there's a couple of holes that but you that's can his, attack. That's his thing, isn't it? But this is where I think he's. He's polishing his game now. Yeah, he's he's okay. he's spent this time last season bombing it. He won his major, job done. He's obviously made silly comments on the Masters par sixty seven and made a fool of himself. And everyone's like, oh. But then he's took time away, and now he's coming back as this polished golfer. He's in the top five. He's up to fifth in the world now, top five yeah. golfer. So you've got to be looking at Bryson now as challenging that world number one whereas course, yeah. six months ago when he we couldn't he, he was hitting a 320 but it was 320 left and 320 right you're thinking where's this going to end but yeah. he seems to have he's, he's a clever man isn't he he's, no, bringing, he's yeah. polishing everything and getting it all together no it is yeah, yeah well that, that's my bogey anyway what's, what's yours mine is it's my bogey and my bust is on on the lines of clothing so Brian Harmon's kecks on Sunday. Did you see them? <laughs> it was like Tiger back in 2000. Oh, the big flares. Big boot cuff flares, yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, it was. he had this tight um, tight polo top on, a little slim fit, and then he's slim anyway. And he had these big baggy trousers on. It just looked like it reminded me of Tiger back in 2000. I was thinking, what are those? What are those? <laughs> and then yeah. in addition to that was, did you see Phil Mickelson on Sunday, what he had on? Yeah baby blue pants and a white t-shirt and a white cap so I thought it just wasn't Phil was this it? looks so strange to me I was like how, this? why does this look so strange to me so I started googling Phil Mickelson clothing and every time he plays he has some form of black on yeah. whether it's um, grey pants with a black t-shirt or black pants with a, a grey black pat top in it it's black all the time for, for Phil so seeing them like that, I just I thought this doesn't look right. And again, it was like, do us a favour. Was there any reason for that though? Like, a, 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 you know, sometimes like I seen Sergio had pink laces, didn't he? Like, and sometimes if there's like a it breast can cancer a, thing or it, something, like, yeah. so do you, I don't know mm. if if it was then feel a bit bad for making it be bogey now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> made you feel like shit there, didn't <laughs> Just a little bit. Well, no, we but, can fact check that, can't we? Yeah, we can fact check it. But yeah, um, if it was, he gets away with it. But Phil, if you are listening, which we know you're not. Um, do us a favour mate and get back to black <laughs> yeah so my bust and I think it's a bust on us this okay. more than anything but it's a double bust so my bust is Fitzpatrick Fitzpatrick not making a double on the last oh uh, for the bet for the bet yeah and the double bust is we're blind to the tie Okay. Well, you haven't got the tie in there. Are you talking about the Sunday the, Sky Bet Showdown? Yeah. Right. So anybody who's not following us on Instagram, just to give a bit of insight on this, every Sunday, the final five groups, um, you can do an accumulator where you choose the lowest score out of those two ball groups, put it as an accumulator, and what we do is we back that based on who votes. Like like Harmon versus Garcia, Fitzpatrick versus Garcia. Um, Doug Gim versus JT and then you pick so but we haven't got the tie and you can't bet on the tie though no that's what I'm saying so we've been blind to it because like 
What are you going to do unless it lands bang on the tie that you're not going to, we're not going to do it? Yeah, but if it, unless it's, it's only a tie if the vote is 50-50. Yeah, my bust, as I say, sticking on clothing, is you mentioned John Rahm there. The sweaty man. Sweaty bastard, isn't he? But that's because of the material and clothes he's wearing. He's standing on the first tee and you can, he's just pouring a sweat. And it's that new Louis Yonder clothing or whatever it is he's wearing. I know. Callaway gear. He looks shite, doesn't he? Terrible. And is he is he um, contracted to wear moon boots every week? Oh, I don't know. Different colours, different shapes. I know, but... What are they? I don't know, he just... It is that style, for me, it's just not... But Keegan Bradley had the same of the Air Jordans, are they? Yeah, the... Uh, I don't know, Keegan Bradley had the same, different colours every day. It's not for me, that style. No, Each to their own and things, but... No, that's not for me. So that's me bust. Um, yeah. John Rahm, his clothing line, and how much he's sweating. His clothing line? <laughs> Right then, so that's the birdie bogey bus for the week. Right then, what's that moving us on to then? Quiz time, is it? Oh, quiz time. Yeah, lovely. Let's get this quiz into you. So it's just a quiz, this. Okay. Yeah. So like, yeah. Just a normal quiz. Right answers. Right answers, yeah. So, yeah. So just a, yeah. Right. How. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at my own questions. <laughs> How tall is Brian Harmon? <laughs> five foot seven. Oh, five foot six. Oh, I was gonna say six as well. But I think because of them, like them flares that he had on, like he was saying, then he looked like a little midget. He didn't looked he? tiny. It was the so kicks. small, he didn't so he? So small, yeah. Yeah. So I thought that is going in as me fucking. Because I thought I was saying, to, like, because Nicholas was like, he looks very little and very and very old, doesn't he? And then I found out he's thirty-four. Thirty-four. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And then I just thought, he looks tiny. I saw Google. I thought, that's going in the quiz, that. <laughs> um, how much does Bryson DeChambeau weigh? And you can either do kilos or stone, whatever you want. 14 stone, two. 17 stone, two. 17 heavyweight champion of the world. Like 109 kilograms, yeah. Anthony Joshua's being lighter than that. Yeah, 109 key. Big, wow. that, isn't it? That and is I big. couldn't believe it. I thought that's boss. That's definitely going in. That's unbelievable. Yeah, um, I'm doing well, like yeah, <laughs> none out of two. <laughs> Do we not get any like for closeness? No. Yeah, you, you can have one for the Brian Harmon. Okay, that's because that was f- f- very good effort. That. Where does the word caddy come from? Is it? Have, to wait do... there. Have you ever even thought about why never, it would be? Yeah. Ever? Do you think because it was the caddy in the bag? Cadillac. What? Cadillac, like a caddy, a Cadillac, the car. And what's that got to do with fucking carrying golf clubs? Because you ca- you carry them ra- carry them around in your car, no? That's completely wrong, then. That's completely wrong, yeah. Go <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the answer? It comes from the French word for student, which is cadet. Ah. So your caddy is your student, and you teach them the game as they're going around with you? Not really. No, now you don't because they carry the bags. But when they were playing in the olden days, like you'd, oh, you'd let the little kids, like um, uh, students of the, the game, yeah, yeah, students of the game. You know what I mean? And then it's just stuck. And now, yeah, now the caddies, yeah. Interesting, isn't it? Because I've actually never even given it a second thought, me. No, yeah, I'm liking this. So, how far did Bryson's shortest drive of the week go? With the driver or just off the tee? Off the tee, like not a par three. It's got to be on four, isn't it? How far did that go? Um, that's, that's basically the question, yeah. 82 yards. <laughs> uh, 143. 
Was he? Yeah. That's not how far it went. Yeah, it scuttled down into the into the walls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, question four, five. Sorry, last question is: What is Tiger Woods's full name? Oh my God! I've done this the other day. Eldrick. And then he's got a middle name. He's got two middle names. Oh, it's gone. It's Eldrick. Oh Jesus! I'm fuming. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I'm fuming with myself here. I am so furious. Go on. Eldrick Tont Tiger Woods. Tont there. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> yes. I even said that in the in the in one in the go to bait, was it? Yeah, yeah. Tont. Yeah. Oh, that's good that. Good question. Well, that was very good, yeah. yeah some boss questions there, no? Lovely stuff. <laughs> very good. But different. I mean I was more thinking of like the I was thinking about boss questions to try and get you to get them wrong, but I was also thinking when the right answer comes out, it's good knowledge for other oh, people. Very informative. Put a yeah. bit of effort into this one. That's uh, yeah. I, I was thinking that I've better got... than last the last one you done. <laughs> yeah. Say bread four times. That was the best. <laughs> Mate, we've had a good few um, compliments on that. That's a beast. Good stuff. Good stuff. But yeah, um, very good quiz. On, yeah. on to me next. So is it still one nil to me? Yeah. I'm the only one to get them all right. If you, honestly, I'd have to go back to the episode. It's still even I'll take out. a one nil. Take one nil. I'll take, take a one nil. Yeah. Um, the nineteen sixty one Ryder Cup. Yeah. Royal Lytham Saint Anne's down the road. The birth of the king. Arnie Palmy. Arnie Palmy. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants some Arnie Parries? <laughs> <laughs> we were meant to post that video on the Let's socials. Stop talking about these cocktail drinks. <laughs> and you're not providing it. No, so next week there's going to be an Arnie Palmy and a Sawgrass Splash sitting on that. Uh, that I cannot wait. Couch. I cannot wait. Yeah. Um, it's the second time that the King done Dyrese, the Welsh cap- Welsh captain, because in the 1961 Open Championship. Arnold Palmer beat him at Royal Birkdale to win the Open by one shot. And then he turns up later that year in the Ryder Cup and becomes top point scorer, three and a half points. Ah, right, I see um, what you mean. And yeah. Reese is the captain. And do you know who's back again playing for Dyrese? Go on. <laughs> Harry Wheatman. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I one. reckon they're best mates now. <laughs> I reckon they're best great, mates now. 100%. It yeah. is great. Definitely. Um, one comment Arnie Palmer did say was that one thing he's passionate and he loves the about the Ryder Cup most is the fact it's much more than about the money. Ah, right. Yeah. Well, is one. there any money? Any money anyway? No, there's not. But I just mean in general terms of why he loves the Ryder Cup so much is that you don't play for the money. Ah, right. For, I see. Yeah, you play yeah, for yeah. something much greater. No, you're that's boss. For your, you're playing for your friends, your teammates, and that's what he was all about. And I think that's why he was so successful, the most successful Ryder Cup player. And this was just the start. But he had a point to prove because. Well, he's the most successful Ryder Cup player. Yeah. Ever? He's won the most points, yeah. No way. Fact just, check, maybe. I was thinking that. May, I d- maybe fact check that. <laughs> maybe fact check that. Because, do you know the reason I'm saying fact check is because he's a he's quite a late starter, 32. He doesn't make the cup, the Ryder Cup squad to sit till. Yeah. Well, he missed the 59 one, didn't he? I was just about to mention then. Um, he won the 1958 Masters Championship. And then didn't get picked for the 59 Ryder Cup because he hadn't been a member of the PJ of America for long enough. Ah. And he said that that stuck with him his whole career. Why he couldn't have played, like what was the point? And because of that, they changed it down the years. Ah. But talking about changes in the Ryder Cup, this was the first change in the new format. So in 1959, Lord Brabazon, um, as, part okay. of the, as part of the PGA, 
um, in England put a proposal forward to change the format. Um, still over two days for the 1961 Ryder Cup, so it would be um, a foursomes match of a, in the in the AM, a foursomes match in the PM, and then two eight-match singles um, AM and PM on the, on the following day. So it was a total of 24 points. Um, right. That proposal got approved in 1960. So then it went ahead in the 61, and then in 1963, as part of that proposal, was then to change it to the three-day event, which is what no. we've got today. So this is the turn of events now, um, where the Ryder Cup has changed into the three-day event over over so many points. Ah. Well, in that Saturday matches there, a couple of le- would-be legends, uh, Peter Alice versus Arnold Palmer was the match. Yeah. And they yeah. halved it. They halved it. Yeah. They took the point off him. Yeah, yeah. they halved it. So unbelievable! It's good, isn't it? How did Harry get on? Harry won one up against Doug Ford. Did he? Yeah, yeah. A little beast. Brilliant stuff. He's obviously a good player, isn't he? Old Al Wheatman, like yeah, back in the sixties. Back in the sixties. But it's still Team Great Britain, and there's still Irish people sneaking into the team. Yeah, is it not Great Britain and Ireland at this point? No, no I've got it here. Chris, great uh, Team Great Britain. Team Great Britain. Yeah, and it's got Christy Christy O'Connor Senior in, in the team. It's very interesting. So, well, it doesn't matter what the call. They got pumped again. <laughs> no, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, fourteen and a half to nine and a half to the Americans. Getting pumped so, home and away, aren't they? Uh, every week, every week, every other year, two years. <laughs> <laughs> every two years, should I add? Yeah, but yeah, Royal Lytham Saint Anne's was the host. Um, Arnold Palmer had a good. Return to the northwest of England, then didn't he? Winning at Royal Birkdale and winning three and a half points at Royal Lytham St. Anne's. Likes around here, doesn't he? Yeah, literally 100 miles between each spot. Unbelievable. Unbelievable indeed. But yeah, that's all I've got on the 1961 Ryder Cup, unless you've got anything additional no, no, to add. No, I was just. Um, the ages, the, I can't get over the ages, to be honest. Like, that guy, Reese, is 48. Is he? Yeah. He's he's playing. He's still playing like Ryder Cups and that. Like, yeah, here's one for you. A little quiz. Do you know who the oldest pl- ever player at the Ryder Cup is, and their age? Dyrees forty eight. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be too easy, wouldn't it? No, go on. Raymond Floyd. I'm gonna say sixty two. No, fifty two. Fifty two. Yeah. Very interesting. Mad, that, isn't it? it fifty two. Is. Just teeing up in the Ryder Cup. I suppose just like Mickelson. Well, Mickelson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just thinking that then. Phil, Phil Mickelson, he's not going to make the team though, is he? But if he turned up... Depends then. if he gets his... Do you know what? It's weird with Mickelson. It's like, since he's turned 50, it's like you're counting him out, whereas you weren't really well, counting him ca- out. I'm not counting him out because of that. I'm counting him out because of his performances. Yeah. He hasn't been contending since, I don't know, the last time he's been in one of the top groups on a Sunday and he's missing cuts left, right and centre. Well, there you go then. Well, like, that's why. <laughs> 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 With justifiable reasons, yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, so European tour, we spoke about it back on. Um, the magical Kenya Open, quite a bogey Why is it called magical? I've no idea. Brilliant. No idea at all. Again, it's only the second year that this event has been on the European tour calendar. Uh-huh. Uh, much shorter than last week's course, 6,921 yards. You're getting 2,000 Ryder Cup points. And like we mentioned before, only 1 million euros as a purse the whole purse the whole purse yeah it's like you, you can you can see why like you 
your Paddy Reeds and your, your Justin Thomas's don't get out of bed to, to get over there. Just like, no, in yeah, it. It there's cost, no reason until they get to the Dubai's and the bigger ones. Well, it? it'll cost them more in a private in their using their private flights to get over if they win to get back. Yeah, for them. Well, no, like, if they miss the cut, it'll cost them more. You know for mean? them, that's like one of the younger one of the young startings going to a Euro Pro Tour event. It, it is. It's mad, <laughs> isn't Unless it? you finish top ten, you're not earning any money. Well, hey, this that's why this Premier Golf Premier League thing coming in is going to be. Sharpening up the uh, the purses with the ten millions all the time and stuff. If, yeah. if that happens, no, not. But no, I'm looking forward. To, I'm going to watch this one um, mainly because there's a bit of a bogey boy showing on this one. Ah, yeah, Rich, big Richie Mansell. Richie Mansell, Ewan Ferguson, um, Matthew Baldwin's first reserve. So hopefully Ooh, he gets in. in. Get hopefully in. he gets in, get and in. then. Um, Lee Slattery's in there although he's not been on the podcast he's affiliated to Formby Hall isn't he so yeah. another one that we'll be watching we will get him on rapid as well yeah we need to get him on and have a talk with Lee yeah so mm. um, that'll be a good one to watch I say um, Gudo Migliozzi won it last year yeah and come second last week yeah so he's in he's in form and he's got good memories of the place. And he, knows he, the course, he, yeah. he must be going in there thinking he's going to win this yeah and we mentioned Richard Mansell playing as well Um this is the first event that the top five from the Challenge Tour who qualified through that new category um, are all playing. So uh, the top five will be the top five. This is their first event. Nice. So it'll be good to see how they get on, making that promotion up to the European Tour, and we'll be watching you know closely. What, when I think of, I never think of golf in Africa, do you? Like you never think, like you wouldn't think of going to Kenya for a golf holiday, would you? But obviously never. the courses, are like in, even in South Africa, unreal, isn't it? South Africa is unbelievable. Yeah, one of the best places for golf in the in, in the world. South Africa should be on the golf holiday list. I know it's. I'm, Put it I'm on there. Then. That. What are you waiting for? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you fancy going to South Africa for a golf holiday? <laughs> <laughs> Pencil me in. Bit of Kruger while we're there. Pencil me in, yeah. But no, something that we can look forward to as the as the European tour gets underway. And um, again, it's got a double week in Kenya. Kenya this week, Kenya next week, um, and then we're starting to get some decent events as we build yeah. up to big events like the PJ Championship at Wentworth towards the end of the year and. Well, like that um, that clutch pro tour that I was talking about was actually part of the UK and Ireland swing. Oh, is it? No, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, it's, in, it, it's in like an August, uh, the 29th of Ju- 8th of July to the 1st of August. Because yeah, is it Danny Willett doing the British Masters this year? Oh, the way they host it, like where the way Tommy it? done it. I think, I'll fact check that, but I think it might be Danny Willett. That where that went with? Oh, let's fact check that. Fact check. Yeah, fact let's check. fact check that one. Speaking of fact checks, well, I've got a fact file. I don't okay. know. You haven't done one, have you? I have not done one, no, no. sorry. You just leave, this is my segment, is it? <laughs> you can have this segment, yeah. You go ahead. <laughs> you seem to be enjoying it. Yeah. No, do you know what? I love like looking at these people who are, who are coming through and like getting like the, the little backstories. Cause we've, I got keep this we've got... <clears throat> a name buster. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> it's a girl this time. Okay. Oh, it was a girl last week as well, and I'm staying on the on the women. Atathaya Tinky Titicle. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Atathaya Kitticle. I can't say it. I'm not going to put you through the pain. Just uh, no. Go on. Anyway, she was running up in the 2016 uh, Thailand Amateur Open at 13. Where's she from? Thailand. Is she Thailand? Sorry, yeah, it's from Thailand. At age 14, she became the youngest ever golfer to win a pro event. She won the 2017 Ladies Thailand Championships on the Ladies European Tour. She was low amateur in the Anna Inspiration and claimed the Smith Salva in the 2019 British Open. So two majors. She was... Top she, amateur. But yeah, in both of them. And then she won the Thailand um, Ladies Championship again in 2019. Wow. Um, and then January 2020, she turned pro 
but she was too young to play on the LPGA, which is where, where the money is, because she was only 17, so COVID's actually helped her, because she hasn't had to like forecast right. any expenses or anything and stuff like that. And she's now, as of February the 18th, 2021, she's now 18, so she can play on all the tours. Amazing. And by the sounds of it, like what she's done already, winning tournaments at 13 and that, she's wow. going to be one... A handful. Definitely want to watch. So the ties are coming through. I was going to say, that's not just a woman back-to-back, that's tie back-to-back, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, right. women tie, tie women back-to-back, yeah. Tie women, so two to two to look forward to um, over the over the coming years on the on the LP. Is she on the LPJ tour, is she? Well, she can now play. I think she can do what you want. I think she's pretty, she's one of them up rising stars that can just she do whatever, few, I think. Yeah, get a few qualifiers. A few invites and A few invites yeah. to see how she goes, yeah. So it's good to keep an eye, keep an eye on, keep a, keep a no, look out on the No, definitely, I've never, never heard of it. No, so neither have I. It's good that you've, um, it's a good segment, this, I like it. Good segment, my segment. Your, me- your segment's amazing, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for this segment. <laughs> <laughs> From your segment on to the PGA Tour segment. Yeah. The Honda, Honda Classic. Classic. Jinx. What happens with Jinx again? It's you can't speak until I say your name three times. <laughs> not doing this again. Spell Mark three times. Uh, yeah, the Florida Swing commences. Yeah, PGA well, National. It's known as the hardest course on the PGA Tour circuit. Yeah, and I'm not surprised. Have you seen the scoring over the last, last few years? The actual 72-hole record, because it, it started on this course back in 2007. That's when it changed over to the PJ National. And 2010, Camille Villajegas, he won uh, a 13-under, and that's the lowest 72-hole score since it's been there in 14 years. Last, ah. last year, you had six under. The year before, you had minus nine, Keith Mitchell, Justin Thomas, minus eight. And the closest that we've got to Villajegas is... Ricky Fowler in 2017, past winner. He was 12 under. So don't be expecting a birdie bus this week. It's bad. Yeah, well, it's just that bear trap, isn't it? 15, 15, 16, 17. It's uh, water it everywhere. Looks dangerous, doesn't it? Like, Very dangerous, yeah. Well, that's what, again, I mean, I know it hasn't got a packed field with the with the top names. The highest ranked player in the field, Daniel Berger, 15. Um, Sun Jim, defending champ. Who? <laughs> I was nearly, you know, you nearly got me then. Because <laughs> I was in a roll. And yeah, Sun Jim, yeah, top, um, I think he's 18 in the world. And then Lee Westwood, the only. He's 19 in the world, actually. Do you know that? 19. Top Westwood's 20, up to yeah. world top 20, yeah. yeah top Boss 20, that. Yeah, it's unbelievable stuff. Deserves it. So, yeah, they're the only three to- in, the, in the world's top 20. Uh, highest ranked FedEx player is Joachim Neiman. Right. So, it, even though you haven't got the best players in the world, You've still got a good calibre of players, and the fact that you've got the bear trap, um, you just know there's going to be an exciting finish. There should be. I know, but you know, one of the saddest things about that all this week is we should be thinking, like, or, or maybe like the tail end of last week, you're thinking, wonder if Tiger's going to play the Honda Classic. Uh, like sometimes he just bobs in, doesn't he? He does. I know. Oh. I know. That's, yeah, that is one of the things that we're going to be ruined for the next 12, 18 months. <laughs> I know. I know. But I'm looking forward to the the Honda Classic again. Um, PJ National, seven thousand one hundred and twenty-five yards, par seventy, trouble everywhere, tree everywhere. lines. You've got water on most holes. It's and Florida, it, Florida, the wind can pick up at times. No, so. definitely, yeah. It got redesigned with the bear trap, and it got redesigned by Jack Nicholas. Yeah, in I think nineteen ninety, nineteen ninety, was it? Was that when it was? Yeah, yeah or maybe yeah. a bit later. Yeah, because it was a Fazio design to begin with, yeah. wasn't it? 
the Fazio brothers designed it, and he's and then he's redesigned it and put his spin on it. So yeah, it's no, good. It, like if they, if if they can go in and he can redesign the course like that, it doesn't need to put too much length on it. Why can't they just do that to other courses? Well, this is it's you're already showing you. I mean, they've gone so quiet now because you look at the Genesis. Um, was it four under get you the top ten? You look at you look at exactly. you look at Sawgrass this week. Fourteen under wins it. Okay, that's a decent score, but they're not blowing them away. Yeah, but 14 under wins it, right? And that was from a stormer. Like, 13 under was the highest score on the Saturday. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. not like the leaders have then pressed on. Yeah. The leaders have actually faltered and someone's come from yeah. the pack. One thing we didn't mention about JT last week um, at Sawgrass was, do you know what he, he was one over par for his first 33 holes? Was he, yeah? Yeah, and then for his next 33 holes, he was 15 under. Sick. He said he found something in the swing off the tee. Sick. I don't know how many fairways he missed, but it wasn't many. Tee to green, he was unreal when he ball striking clinic. Like, for, I for see that last half, day. Yeah, but yeah. The, he was struggling for the fair. You look like he was another missed cut. Well, he's been struggling for weeks, hasn't he? It was, yeah. And it's, yeah, you can put it down to the personal circumstances. Obviously, the granddad situation, which we spoke about. But again, he finished. Um, he, he won this back in 2018. Yeah. And he's not there this week, so... You'd like a few more there, wouldn't you? A few more of the big, the big names there. But. Well, when I was going down the list, I seen Kepka and Johnson, and I thought it was Brooks and D and Dustin, but it was Chase and Kayamaru. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's good to see uh, Kamaru Johnson. No, playing. it's boss. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's getting, he's getting a few invites. Hopefully, he's not had the best, uh, best of. Uh, performances when he's played but hopefully he can make this cut this week in a shortened field hopefully and, yeah. yeah and then he can come on and tell us all about it because well, he's, he's welcome he's, he said that he'll um he'll bob on any yeah you are so if you're listening mr johnson yeah you've said it now and we will be on your back until you come on uh, ask hudson swafford <laughs> if you don't believe us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no again i know we say it all the time but looking forward to this this week's golf oh, I can't um, wait. obviously i'm going to be keeping an eye out on mansell Ferguson, Slattery. No, Keep definitely. Seeing how, yeah. seeing how the lads get on because obviously they've helped us with the podcast coming on doing no, shows. Yeah. So um, we really do wish them They're just nice week. people, aren't they? So you Legends. just want them to do well, Legends. really, don't you? Yeah, really, really nice lads. And then, yeah, we've got this week again Daniel Berger. Only a couple of weeks ago, winning, winning tournaments, wasn't he? So, yeah. you know, um, definitely got the definitely got the form. And there's. there's Plenty of points at stake across both tours, or or gear enough for the Ryder no, Cup, which we speak about all the time. A million percent. So, who have you picked then? Okay, who have I picked then? Interesting. So, given the fact that... Oh, wait there. Should we talk about how much of a stinker everybody had <laughs> last week in the, in the order of the that first. That was the hardest one ever. I mean, I, it was only Harold Varner for me who made the cut. Someone um, got... Who got it was it Golf and Gareth, like 45 points? No, Rich Doherty. Rich Doherty. Yeah, one of my, one of my mates from... He went to America with a golf scholarship, my roommate. Um, he had Justin Thomas. He uh. got the winner, uh, and then I think the others, the others made the cut. Well, JT was first in strokes gained, tee to green, so he got the bonus points, and he won. So he was worth twenty points. And then uh, if your fourth pot four made the cut, that's twenty points. So if you pick JT and that, I think his second place missed the cut, and then his third pot made the cut. So that was a total of forty-five. Sick. 
Unbelievable, yeah. In a, in a week where you're getting people getting minus 30, it's a text me like this morning and was like, hey, in the Bogey Boys League there, I thought I was going to be rock bottom than everyone, but I've actually got 10 points and I've jumped up three places. That's what I mean. You're looking <laughs> at it thinking 10 points. It's shocking week because some people are getting 50s and 60s every week. And then if you got 10 points, you there was were, a lot of minuses, wasn't there? Lying, there was a lot of minuses, yeah. I got my, my first minus there. Me and you minus 10, yeah. 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 But... It is what it is. It, good it's thing great though. It. I love it now. You know, I didn't. I thought there was going to be a few problems with the volatility and stuff, but I, I'm liking it now. I think you're never safe, are you? That's boss. So you're never safe. So at any point, you can get a minus thirty. Or like, there was a couple of people who had Kevin Nar. Yeah. Kevin Nar withdrew, so it's minus twenty straight away, and you're thinking, "Oh, gutted." But then, if your pot one misses the cut, that's minus fifteen. Uh, you yeah, know, so yeah. a withdraw is not sometimes as bad as you think because. Well, a Richard of... Healy had um, Kevin Nard, didn't he? And then he ended up getting in the plus points. He was on twenty five points. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. yeah. So it's a, it. That's what's so good about it. You someone withdraws and you gut and you're like, oh no. But then if your other players perform well, but then you could have a complete stinker where you have a withdrawal and the others miss the cut and you're looking, yeah. you're staring minus fifty down the barrel. I know. It's great, Richard Healy. He? Like, he, I've never even met him. I wish we'd, we'd have met him. We, should we'll have, we, have, we have to go meet him. We have to we'll get a game. We'll have to meet him, yeah. What he's on guy. the podcast at 5.45 in the morning and messaging in straight away. He's bossing me. <laughs> what a he's man. sick, man. What a man. That's what the good thing I would have noticed about us starting this podcast. It, like, brings you... Brings people. You feel, I feel like I know loads of people who I've mean, never yeah. met before. It's great, like... And even people that I hadn't spoke to for ages... I'm interacting with them now about golf again. Like no, definitely. People I, I was in America with, people who I was, I played golf with all my life, and we've got penciled in number of different golf golf games, haven't we? So no, that's it. I know exactly. Really looking forward to it. But onto the picks, then. Do you want me to go first? Go on. I went. I think I went first last week, didn't I? Okay. So again, I've gone statistical. Yeah. Oh. I know. So what I've done this time is I've looked at the course and how it's laid out. And I've looked at scoring over years. So it's not going to be a birdie fest. So you've got to look at tee to green. So for pot one and pot two, I'm hoping that they don't miss the cup because I'm thinking... Why are you talking like you're fucking the biggest betting pundit ever (laughs) in your bottom of the league? (laughs) (laughs) That's all a good game, don't I? Be a cracking salesman. What, you need to do a statistical approach to this one because, like, mate, you've got minus points. Like That's why I love it because I'll do all this and I'll still get minus 20. So, I've gone for Tita Green statistics for the year for the first two picks. So, uh, pot number one, Joaquin Neiman. Um, he was tied 29th last week, but strokes gained Tita Green for the season. He's 13th. So, solid from Tita Green. Um, and I'm anticipating if you're solid from Tita Green, you're not really going to make many bogeys. And I think Par's a good score. And, he, and he's a player. He's, yeah, he's a player. top, top really player, really. yeah. Um, again, on the same, using the same statistics and the same approach, Matthew Neesmith, Tita Green, 22nd for the season. Right. So that's me, that's me first two picks. Then I've gone a bit different for pot number three. Um, and pot number four, I've just based it on season form as a whole. Right. Um, so I've gone Peter Malnati. I've picked him before yeah, in the past. I've picked him before in the past. He's always 
He always seems to be up there after day one, day two, and fades off. But he's 29th in the FedEx rankings this year, so he's got a good bit of consistency. And he's already had three top tens this season. Yeah. And top tens in pot three get your points. No, yeah, definitely. And points get your prizes. So, and then finally, I spoke about him before. He holds the 72 hole record. Camille Villajegas. Uh. Um, he's my pot four pick. He's won around here before, and he's familiar with it. And He's had a bit of form in these type of fields where the top boys don't play. He's been yeah. up there in, in the past. So, on paper, you, you're looking at a good load of points there. But in reality, <laughs> I know there's just going to be... It's just going to shut me down again. So, they're my picks anyway for the for the week. How about yourself? So, I've gone with Daniel Berger. Yeah. Because I haven't seen him since he won. Mm-hmm. So... He made, and, the, he made the cut last week, didn't he? I mean, I haven't seen him really doing much. Okay. But... He like when there's like when I was saying about has he won when the big boys are there? Remember like a couple of weeks ago? Like, yeah, so I feel had. like he can yeah, he had, but I feel like he can do it again. Yeah, no, he's one of the favourites and rightly so. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maverick McNeely, just because you've picked him a few times and now that you haven't picked him, <laughs> I think he's gonna do well. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's what's gonna happen. I haven't picked him, so he's gonna finish second. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Peter Malnati, I've got, I've done him as well. Have you got him? Yeah. yeah. Your reason's the same as mine, or? No, no, man, because he wears a nice hat. <laughs> <laughs> Standard. And then Brian Gay. Okay. He won not long ago, and when um, Justin Parsons sent us the um, oh, vid- videos of, 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 the, of the players that, that he coaches, um, just for like anyone that's listening, the Justin Parsons coaches a load of PJ Tour pros and he's, he messaged us saying that we, he could come on and do a podcast and was like lovely and he sent us a bit of footage from um, Sawgrass and it was Brian Harmon <laughs> Louis Eustazen and Harris, Harris English. English and I tagged Brian Gay on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> if you can't then say it I think Brian Harmon's the one you want to tag in this yeah yeah Just so I'm hoping that Patrick I'm hoping that Patrick Berger wins this <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, yeah. Good picks. So yeah, that's that's my picks. Yeah, and again, I'm gonna put my arms in the arms in the air and be fuming again that we should be picking later in the week. I know. <laughs> what can we do though? I know. It's part of the show, isn't it? Uh, it's part of the entertainment. Um, it is. It's mainly be me and you. Should we put our cards on the table and me and you have a bit of a? I know you've got a bit of a lead, but I'm confident I'll catch you. So should we? You've been confident since we've done this whole podcast. You only been ahead of me once. <laughs> I know I was I was holding on to being off a lower handicap here in the first few, wasn't I? For yeah. ages and now that's gone. Um no I fancy myself, I fancy my chances. I think yeah, we right. should um watch it what do you want to Well if we can't win you have to buy me a box of balls or I'll buy you a box of balls. Okay. So it's like forty quid, isn't it? Okay, let's do that. Should we shake on that. Shake on it. Don't know about that left handed shake there, but <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm too cozy in our new, <laughs> in our new studio setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sipping on the beers. No, but another amazing show, mate. I've really enjoyed our time together. As uh, always. Yeah, unbelievable. And um, I'm looking forward to another amazing week of golf. Can't Again, wait. anyone listening, golf for CBD, 15% off with code bogeyboys15. Um, the season's due to start, so Arcos, if you're interested in getting oh, any, yeah. any gear from them, um, Bogey Boys 10 on their website. Both will be accessible through the link in our bio. As with the Patreon, if you want to support us, you'll get access to all of the 
podcast interviews as they are done moving forward and you'll get early access to the audio and video of our weekly podcast review shows and that is for £4 per month. And it'll be doing us a big favour when we can actually move forward with our equipment and different things in the future, won't it? It will, yeah. Again, appreciate everyone's support. And if you're just liking us, drop us a comment on something. Yeah. Say it. Yeah, say, say exactly how you feel, yeah. All feedback is welcome. Oh, if you bad. don't like us, say it as well. <laughs> <laughs> you love that one, don't you? I love it, yeah. All say feedback it. is welcome. Say it as well and we'll just delete it. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. No, but look, um, we'll enjoy the golf. We'll be back next week. Um, look out on the socials for the Ewan Ferguson podcast. That's going to be dropped on Friday. Um, and the podcast that you're listening to, um, the platforms that you're listening to the podcast from if you subscribe and leave us a little rating and some nice comments that would be greatly appreciated as it helps in our podcast growth as well but yeah. until next time Kevin um, enjoy it as usual and we'll catch up soon ciao